I'm here with uh, Marie Opst from the University of Georgia, also from Norway. She, we were actually planning on having this interview last week, but then I was like, she was traveling to the next meet and I was like, you know what, if you do well, then we'll just like have something to talk about. So hopefully the extra motivation came from me for this week's massive throw with 61, 28, number four all time and just got back to back um, SEC athletes of the week or back to back for your meets. Uh, yeah, well, thank you for coming on and it's really awesome to have you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to talk about, I guess, before we get into the meet, just like briefly talk about your 2020 and like, what was your training situation like? Were you able to train full go? Did you have a lot of time off or what was that situation for you once the season was canceled? Um, so I was kind of stuck here uh, in Georgia and I wasn't allowed to go uh, back home. So I just pulled up my old uh, training programs from um, back home and I basically just trained like a maniac through the whole quarantine. Um, I tried to make my own kind of a weight room in a shed uh, we have uh, next to the track uh, because that's was, that, that was the only thing that was open. Um, so I made my own little weight room in there and yeah, that's, that's basically where I trained, but uh, quarantine was actually pretty good for me for, for training. Cause um, I, I really trained my ass off. <laughs> well, it's showing now. And I mean, it gave you like, there's not that much else to do besides train at that point. So it's probably a little extra push too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Cause I know some people, had similar, I had a similar situation to you where I was able to just go full go, but then some people were like stuck in their house with next to no weights and they just were limited, but it's really good to hear that. And then judging by the results, I am not surprised. So going, <laughs> I guess we're two weeks in now. So this is kind of an outdated question, but like, what was your focus in preparation like going into the first meet and the second meet after not competing for so long, having that entire season off and just training? Like, does it, did anything change from what you used to do or were you pretty um, feeling the same way? So I feel like probably like the biggest change was um, mentally. Um, I went into the first meet um, thinking about having more fun. Uh, I, I talked actually to uh, one of my um, one of my friends back home. He's a, he's a 400 meter hurdler. And I talked to him, I was like, man, I'm so nervous because I haven't competed in so long, but like everything is going so well in practice. And I just want to like prove to me and like everyone else that after seven years, <clears throat> I can come back, you know, and I, I feel good. But what if I, what if I fuck up, you know, <laughs> um, but he, he told me to just, just have fun with with your sport again and I didn't have fun for a long time um so and, and in addition to that this is my last my last season of eligibility right so uh I I was just thinking about you know what have fun with my teammates have fun traveling with the team and just go yeah just go out there and have fun so being back out there do you think that you did that well like was the first meet really fun for you to do or were you like it was you, really it was really fun <laughs> yeah I I felt more like the old Marie again I was actually like you know laughing and talking to <clears throat> the other girls and I 
usually didn't do that anymore. Like in the last couple of years, uh, I was more like, you know, super focused, try to just concentrate so much that it took away the fun of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's really good advice. And I think like, cause my first meet was a good two or three weeks, three weeks ago now. I'm not sure, but like, I felt that same way where it was just like, it felt like there was, should have been a point where it was more serious, but it really wasn't. Not that you weren't trying, but I was just like, this was like the entire thing was pretty, I mean, I threw well granted for me. So that was also nice, but like, it was just fun the whole time. So yeah, definitely. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, I've, I've always been the type of athlete, like I take everything very seriously, but I think during quarantine, I learned, I was like, you know what? chill out a little bit <laughs> you know like 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 have ha- have more fun also like at practice don't take this too seriously although I have I have big goals and everything but like just you know have laugh a little bit more have more fun you know right absolutely so what was that moment like when you got that big throw someone was lucky enough to catch on video like your reaction to it and like going up to what I assume was your coach <laughs> right like how just how did it feel to like after that throw and just like how did you react? So, um, it was, I was, <laughs> it was really, I, I don't know if any other sport besides like track knows how it feels to like break a certain barrier when it comes to distance. So for me, throwing, throwing like over 60 meters had like always been a goal, obviously, but in the last couple of years, um, after my injury in, in 20, 2014 slash 2015, I just kind of, I, I wouldn't say lost hope, but I was like, man, this is, this is getting harder and harder. And every year passed by and I didn't throw how I wanted to throw. And it was still painful. My shoulder was still in pain. So I was like, this is getting harder and harder. So throwing over 60 for the first time after seven years was, I I don't even know how to describe it in words. It was just amazing. And my whole body was just like full of butterflies. I don't know, (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah, I, I wish that um, my old teammates and my, my old coach from back home would also be there to like, you know, celebrate because they've been part of, part of this whole journey, you know, Right. Um, but I'm just super, super grateful and I feel very blessed. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And like, I could just tell, like, it was just pure joy on that video. It was just like, you could just tell that you were like so relieved to get it. And I didn't even know anything about the injuries. So like, now that you add that part in, like having those years, I'm sure that made it even sweeter. Absolutely. So what do you think on that throw went well? Like, we'll start that before we think about things you can improve on. <laughs> but like, what do you think went well? And like, what were you working on going into that meet? Um, <clears throat> so I've been looking at that video <laughs> many, many <laughs> times now. And I think maybe the best part of it was that I kept the whole uh, runway like pretty like steady. I didn't rush anything, which is a thing that I usually do. And I had a, I had a pretty good block because um, my big toenail on my left foot is I can, I can tear that thing off. It, it just <laughs> broke. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So that's that's kind of how I knew. Okay, that this this was a good block. But um, yeah, I, I think the like some people might say, yeah, it was <clears throat> pretty slow. Um, and I would agree, maybe a little bit. But at the same time, I know that if I go much faster in my one way, then then. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna fuck up the whole, the whole throw. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I w- I was happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. And like, is there anything that you think looking at that that you're like, okay, that needs to get better, or like this needs to be what my f- I focus on now to get that next level? Oh yeah, um, definitely. At the end, I I need to keep that keep the tip down uh, more. I was leaning back a little bit too much. Um, it, which is a thing we have been working on. And when we throw indoors, um, we throw like, uh, indoors once a week and I do it really well in there, but like, once I get out on just the track, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that thing just goes straight up there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I got to work on that, but I think I have, <clears throat> I have a couple more meters in me if I, if I, throw more uh with the tip down right yeah and i think every javelin thrower can relate to that too like if you have, if you're not having that issue you're not throwing so completely understandable uh yeah. to have that but i talked to my i talked to my coach too because um some people were telling me like oh she she'd be aiming for the moon in that in that video but <laughs> it was also it was also the angle uh, from where it was filmed which made it look a little bit worse than it actually was. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So what did you, or what would you say are like some of your goals for the 21, 2021 season and then goals going forward after this year is done? Um, so, I mean, I'm not far away from the collegiate record right now. So that would be a really fun thing um, to have. Um, and then... I would like to finish my senior year with becoming the SEC champion and, and the national champion and then qualify for Tokyo, which would be awesome. And I think that would, if I would qualify, if I'm going to qualify for Tokyo, I think that would be the ultimate comeback for me personally. I think that nothing would top that, you know? I mean, where do you go from there? I mean, that's exactly. like the peak. I mean, in reality, yeah, it's like there's really not much else to do. That's, I mean, those are about what I expected for your goals. So I'm glad you have them for yourself. But that's, yeah, that that's awesome. Do you know what the women's standard is? Yeah, so it's uh, it's 64. Okay. But I think a lot of girls are gonna go based of the world rankings. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. So this is the last question. I'm trying to make this a thing. If people if people don't like it, I don't know. I guess they just let me know. But like, do you have specific like pump up song or genre of music that you listen to before a meet? And if so, what are you listening to before you compete? So I have a playlist which uh, <laughs> which is basically um, it's not it's not a specific song, but I listen to a lot of. Uh, Future, Lil Baby, Chief Keef, um, <laughs> Kodak, and then there's a rapper from Germany. He's called uh, Contra K, which also is German rap. 
So it's basically just rap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what Donovan said week one. So I guess that might be the key. I mean, you he I think someone passed him now, but like to be the number one in the NCAA, I guess that's what you got to listen to. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Maria, I really appreciate you coming it's on. Just, it's just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Throw over the week number two. Best of luck the rest of the season. Uh, like I said, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for having me.